Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hello, and welcome to a bonus episode of Tiny Vampires, a podcast about disease, science, and blood-sucking insects. weekend, I was at the March for Science here in South Bend, Indiana. I stopped marchers and asked them to volunteer to play a game. They rolled a giant six-sided die to see which of six questions they would have to answer on the spot. I was inspired by a similar game, the Arthropod podcast, recently played at the annual entomology conference. The questions were, one, if you were an entomologist, what insect would you study, and why? 2. If you were the boss of a team of scientists, what would you tell them to study? 3. What is your favorite science, podcast, book, or TV show? And 4. What is your favorite and least favorite insect? 5. If you were the host of a podcast, what would it be about? And 6. Why are you marching for science today? I cleaned up the recording the best I could, but it was very cold, rainy, and windy, so please forgive the sound quality. Okay, um, please give me your name and uh, who you are, what you do. My name is Robert Stanley. I'm a graduate student at the University of Notre Dame. And then I rolled a one on the die. And so what kind of bug would I study if I was an entomologist? I would definitely study dragonflies because they are super cool. And they have, like, the most incredible success rate for catching insects. I thought it was, like, over 99%, something oh, crazy okay. like that. Yeah. And I think they're beautiful as well. So I would definitely study them. Uh, awesome. Thank you. All right. Tell me your name. Into the microphone. Uh, Warren. Okay. Robert. Robert. <laughs> and uh, tell me what number you rolled. Um, um, I'm seven years old from my birthday. All right. So um, you rolled number three, and that is, what is your favorite book about science? Or do you have a favorite uh, science TV show, anything like that? My favorite book is, um, there was a dream about me. It was made out of a book called... The science 
book show. All right. <laughs> and do you do you know where you found that? It was in my dream where I found it, but it had a DV- two DVDs about science in it. Oh, nice. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. <laughs> Bye. All right. It's really windy, so you have to talk right into the microphone like this. <laughs> All right. First, tell me, what is your name? What do you do? And what uh, number you rolled? My name's Ed Liptrap. I'm running for the Indiana State Senate, um, and I rolled number six. <laughs> All right. And, w- and what was the question you had to answer? Why are you marching for science today? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So what is your answer on the spot? Okay. You, uh, you already uh, you interviewed one of my children, uh, Warren. <laughs> I have another daughter named uh, Abigail Christina, and I'm marching for them. We're, we really need to watch out for the environment for our kids and leave it a, a better planet. Um, I leave, believe in leaving things better than you found them, and uh, I really think we need to believe, leave our environment better than we found it for our kids. Great. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. All right. So if you could just uh, tell me what is your name and um, what number you rolled. My name is Bridget and I rolled number six. <laughs> and, and, and what is number six? Number six is why are you marching for science today? I think. Was that, is that the right wording? All right. Yeah. When I was a little kid, um, when I was very, very little, when I was three years old. Um, my dad took me to go see Haley's Comet, me and my, my three siblings. Um, and we drove out there, um, and we, uh, we were told to cover our eyes. So I remember, um, so we, we had to cover our eyes because, the, uh, because of light pollution, because he wanted to see us. So I was three years old, and I was told to cover my eyes for an entire car ride. So naturally, I peeped. And I remember, like, seeing the cars, uh, the headlights of the cars driving by. And I don't actually remember seeing Haley's Comet. Um, but the reason I'm telling this story is because it was my dad that really got us into science. He started with astronomy. Um, and a few years later, when I was older, I discovered Carl Sagan. And he really, like, kind of, I read his books, and I really identified with him. And he just was so great at telling stories and um, making science accessible and just really showing like the beautiful the beauty of the natural world and my parents you know they put like this little these little um, they had glow-in-the-dark stars in the, on their bedroom ceiling and um, every night my siblings and I would kind of all pile onto my parents bed and we'd like look at the stars in my parents bedroom and um, it looked really really good it looked like like the night sky um, and I just have these such fond memories. And so I had a really good relationship with science growing up. Um, and I'm here because I wanted, I want to share that feeling, the feeling of just being a curious kid and, you know, digging around in the mud and turning over stones and being disruptive, um, and exploring the world and, you know, some of our institutions and, you know, schools and, um, pressures to perform can kind of interfere with that, you know, childhood curiosity that, that kids naturally have. Um, and, you know, that, that joy of discovery. And the only difference between doing, between playing around 
and doing science is writing it down, you know. So uh, scientists are just grown-up adults. Um, and, uh, you know, to, the, the other difference is that science requires funding. <laughs> and so the public really needs to care about science. They need to understand why science is important. It's not just for job creation or, uh, you know, creating uh, infrastructure. Those things are important. But the joy of understanding the natural world, of having, developing a deeper understanding of a natural phenomena enriches our lives. Um, when we think of everything that we're dealing with, in, in society um, and all the things that are going on right now um, this, uh, the fact that we're an intelligent species and that we can understand the natural world from which we came that we can understand that not only were we are we made of the stars that are way up there out there and that you know that same stuff made us we also are that stuff and we we can understand we can complicate like we can contemplate that stuff you know that's out there and also in us that's mind-blowing if you think about it like you know we were we are made of stars like i've got i've got one i've got i'm the atoms in one hand in my left hand might have come from a different star than the atoms in my right hand like and, and all of this understanding, you know, requires support. It requires funding. It requires people to understand why it's important to do these explorations and to have a methodological way of doing that. You know, so I'm a very big picture person, as you've noticed. Um, and I'm very, uh, you know, adamant about using a narrative to tell a story. Um, and that's what that's what science is. Science is a story of a hu of a species that became sentient and developed the ability to contemplate the cosmos from which it came. Um, and so, like, science needs to be fought for. Science needs to continue. Um, we need to protect it. Not only does it improve our lives, not only does it create jobs, not only does it create infrastructure, but in many ways I think it makes life worth living and makes life more beautiful. That's what I'm here. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's like a very well thought out um, narrative answer. That's, that was great. Thank you so much. All right. Please tell me um, what is your name? What do you do? And um, what number you rolled and what the question is. Hi, I'm Mary. I am a behavioral neuroendocrinology uh, biology grad student at Notre Dame. Um, and I rolled a two. If you were the boss of a team of scientists, what would you tell them to study? <laughs> so if I was my PI... <laughs> and ex explain what a PI is. A PI is a primary investigator. So when you're a grad student, you get assigned to uh, a professor in the college that you're studying at who's the primary investigator, the, the person who runs the lab, and you're a minion. <laughs> basically so if you were a PI <laughs> so if I were a PI and I wasn't being selfish because if I was being selfish I would have them do my research so I wouldn't have to be out in the field at midnight poking frogs um I oh gosh closer so that it's the wind so I'm trying to think of what's what is what's one of the most important 
things that needs to be done. There's so, <laughs> and there's so many things. There's so many things, but there's also so many people already working on those things. There's already people working on cancer. There's already we just heard a guest speaker today who's working on um, lead in the water and trying to prevent things like that. Oh, I guess my first thought is to do something medically important because there's so many um, there's so many like diseases that aren't really focused upon, but there's so many people who suffer for them from them. Um, this is a tiny vampires podcast, so I'm going to say mosquitoes, and I'm going to say some of the diseases that are associated with mosquitoes that people don't normally study because malaria is a big one, but there's also chagas. There's also um, West Nile there's Zika now which is a huge big one emerging diseases I think a lot of research on that and research on how viruses are emerging and how viruses change and so these things that are immediately immediately helpful but then when you're thinking about things that are that are going to affect everybody and not just people who are like who live in areas where these diseases are prevalent, like climate change. Unfortunately, the conditions weren't great, and my last interview with Mary was cut off. Also, I feel like it's only fair that I answer one of the questions uh, myself. I rolled a three. What is your favorite science podcast, book, or TV show? Being a podcaster, it's pretty hard for me to choose a favorite science podcast. There are so many that I really enjoy. But I'm going to go with one that I've been listening to a lot lately. Because I only recently discovered it and have been really enjoying going through its back catalog. It is People Behind the Science. The host, Dr. Mary McKinley, interviews all sorts of different scientists about, um, what they do, why they do it, uh, some of their successes and failures. I find it really interesting and it's kind of fun to get to know people outside of my field and hear about the really interesting work that they're doing. My favorite science book is the book that got me into researching insects and parasites in the first place. It's called What's Eating You? Parasites and People. And my favorite TV show is the documentary series Life in the Undergrowth, which, of course, is all about insects. No matter where you live, it's important to keep track of your government officials' stance on funding and supporting scientific pursuits. It isn't just about biology and fighting disease, but it's also geologists studying early warning signs of earthquakes or meteorologists tracking storms chemists tracking dangerous substances in our water. Science is our best method for developing solutions to the world's problems, so if you have the means, please support those people in power who back scientists. Thank you for joining me. This bonus episode of Tiny Vampires from the March for Science in South Bend. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mm. 